Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us. Today, Philip starts a four-part series titled An Introduction to Wealth Building. Today's topic, Setting Financial Goals. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. Uh, I'm doing we're doing a series uh, that's about intro- introduction to wealth building, setting goals, mindsets, and financial strategies. This is going to also parallel with newsletter subscribers. So this we'll get it's really like eight total topics. We'll do four uh, on Mondays. Uh, and then the other eight, where we go a little deeper, will be in for the new that are subscribers. So if you're not subscribed, wealthbuildingmadesimple.us. Uh, and we're going to like have some very uh, cool uh, other deeper insights into the podcast topics that we will cover uh, in the newsletter. But let's get into it. Setting financial goals, uh, prioritizing objectives, and tracking your progress is the topic for today. Um, and so let's talk about setting financial goals because those that's pretty cool. So in, in the way I've set financial goals has has evolved for me. And so y- you can take this approach or you can leave it. There's all kinds of cool content on the inter- internet about setting goals or setting smart goals that I mean like like S M A R T like the acronym and I forget what it means. But I'm not going to cover that because that's been covered infinite times in different ways. What I'm covering today is um, uh, setting goals a different way. And so let's let's take an example and let's say uh, you want to be financially independent, right? That's a that's not a specific goal, but that's like a, a goal for uh, being financially independent. Uh, which basically so, so then I go, okay, w- what I what I first want to do is uh, uh, understand what that feels like. So that might feel like, hey, I don't like, I don't have to worry about money. Um, uh, m- money feels abundant to me. Like I can spend freely, uh, and everybody has different things. But for me, it's like I can spend freely. Um, I try to like just imagine having a checkbook where uh, it's it's unlimited. So whatever I write a check for, uh, for what I want to do, right. I'm good, um, and, and so and, and I, I'm saying because everybody's different, everybody's capacity different. Some people may say, "Well, that's that's way outside of the range for you know for what I want. I just want something more simple." That's fine, but first, just like go to a place and imagine what that feels like, and and that that feeling is going to be important because it's going to drive the rest of your planning process. And so once you get the feeling, right, then you can then you can narrow down into the infinite ways to. Uh, to plan for it because the traditional way, right, that I'm, that's just one way of going about it is you could say, all right, if, if right now we make 10,000 a month and I want to be able to, uh, feel financially independent, uh, 
I want to be able to replace ten thousand a month from investment sources, right? So that, so then you go down that pathway, and then you say, okay, ten thousand a month, one hundred twenty a year. If if you had a regular investment portfolio, it might be two and a half million, two point four, two point five million dollars that you would need saved up uh, to reach that goal, right? That's that's one way to have a goal. Another way to have a goal is you say, uh, I want to generate. Uh, some business income that that I could set up uh, that can generate that amount of income and I don't have to actively work in the business, right? And so in the age of the internet, there's lots of ways to set it up. Uh, or if you have a regular business, right? I have a, I have a client where uh, uh, they wanted to sell their business and I was like, well, if you sell your business based on the offers you're getting, you are going to get uh, this amount of money after taxes. That's not going to be able to maintain the lifestyle that that you want or the income you want. So why don't you just get somebody to run your business for you? Uh, you pay them a good amount of money, but you still can generate net more money uh, uh, after you pay them to run the business, and then you can go live the life. And they love that, and so uh, that's that's what they did. But there's uh, creative ways to just create multiple businesses that could also um, generate the money. So my point in saying that is, uh, the reason why I recommend people start with the feeling of what they want is because once you once you start with the feeling of what you want, then you gonna you don't get caught up in the uh, the details or locked into a specific detail of how it's going to be there. Meaning, there I never understood the saying uh, fully of don't uh, don't miss the trees for the forest or don't miss the forest for the trees. Uh, until like recently, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I get it, right?" Because if if, if somebody locks in on, "Hey, f- my financial goal is to have two and a half million, and that just becomes a goal because some financial planner said it, or some book said that they need to have twenty times their income, or just some some authority or some logical thinking that doesn't have feeling, some some logical thinking pattern." said that you need this detail to be financially independent. Well, then you become locked on that, and that becomes like your only path to get there. Versus if you say, no, this is the feeling that I want, right, then the possibilities of how to get there become endless. Because I just gave two. I'm going to give some more, right? Some more could be um, there are people that love what they do. Uh, So there are people that actually like work, um and make a good living but they they love what they do and so it doesn't really feel like work uh and and there's so many opportunities being created today uh and they've been here for a while where you don't you can you can make the amount of income that you want to make in perpetuity and not have to work 40 hours a week, not have to work 80 hours a week, right? You can you can have it and you can work two or three hours a day, right? You can do it location independent, right? I mean, that's a big one. A big one is so many people are such in a hurry to reach their financial goals because they just hate the conditions around how they currently make their money, right? And that's the whole conversation that we'll cover, but they just hate the conditions around how they make their money. And so if you could recreate the conditions around how you make your money and you could actually like love what you do and and you can 
do it in a way that allows you to do everything you want to do. So, for example, if you were a podcaster, shout out to Steve, Podcast Mansfield, but if you were a podcaster and you got to, and you loved uh, 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 Marvel movies and you became a podcaster, podcast, so your, so your job became watching all the Marvel movies, commentating on it, building the audience, and then people who wanted to sell similar products or services uh, like Marvel or any all these mangas that are popping up. Mangas are like the uh, Japanese, Asian comics. Uh, um, but you got all these m- comics and mangas popping up. It It's going to be like normal for a podcaster to make 10000 a month. Like, like commentating on what you love, meaning that's not, I said a different way. I was talking to a friend of mine who I encouraged to become a foodie uh, blogger, and they're doing it. And I was like, "Hey, you, you, do you realize that in a couple of years, like you're going to get paid to eat? <laughs> like, like your job is going to be to eat, which is like what that person loves to do anyway. Like the person loves to try new things, eat. Right. The only limitation today is like the budget, <laughs> right? But I was like, there's going to be a point where people are going to pay you." Uh, to come try their stuff, right? And you're going to get more money than, like, you're going to be just more more than just free food, but you get paid to do what you love, right? And I mean, that's that's why it's important to get the feeling first and then flow the rest of the things through because then, again, the possibilities are endless. So so tracking your progress. So let me go to, uh, so let's setting goals. Prioritize objectives. Prioritizing objectives is, um, to me, that's a, uh, I might I might change objectives to prioritizing the feeling, right? So once you once you understand the feeling of what you want, and then you begin to kind of lightly set goals, but you're open to it. Prioritizing objectives might be like just prioritizing the feeling. So as you're feeling your way through the process, um, prioritize the feeling over everything, so that if there's a path that opens up that is different than what you might have visualized it was going to be, you'll be open to it, right? And so this Dustle Dove tells with tracking your progress, because tracking your progress is something that I'm just, I'm just really against. <laughs> yes, what Steve said. Really against tracking your progress. I'm a math guy. Words are not my strong point. Uh, be, because it's, 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 because uh, until you're there, where you want to be, tracking your progress just reminds you of like where you're not, <laughs> and 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 then emotionally it 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 could add unnecessary stress. So it's like if you're uh, if when I was working out and I was trying to get my six pack to return after after over a decade uh, of not being there, uh, shoot, almost two decades of not being there. Uh, I, at first, I would like look in the mirror every single day and just go, yeah, is it here? And then after about two weeks of disappointment, and that just didn't feel good, I was like, let me just quit looking in the mirror and let me just work out. And I just remember like six, seven months later, taking off my shirt, getting in the shower, and I was like, oh, whoa, there it is. You know, um, so same thing with, you know, with goals is once you... Once you spend time, like, and and this is daily, like daily, like all the, you know, um, 
I don't like if you look if if you say Philip, can I see your financial plan with all of your numbers and everything? I was like, I don't even know. I don't I don't have that, right? I every day I return to the feeling. Right? I return to the feeling of what I want. I go into my meditation and I practice feeling financially free, feeling the unlimited checkbook, right? I might have random uh visual expressions of what I would do from that feeling. So like I I mean I've literally like wrote million, you know, I've 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 envisualized waking up to like having a million dollars in the bank to spend for the day, right? Every day. Um and so I've done things like that that, that might be considered super outrageous, but what I'm really doing is I'm expanding my emotional capacity for wealth. Right? I'm uh, and, and so my progress is like how big can I how big every single day uh can I you know, or, or what's my capacity to feel that feeling every single day uh, um, in an easier and easier way? Meaning like at first, my capacity to feel that, it felt outrageous. Now it feels almost normal, right? And so like my progress is not like some numbers or where I am relative to some metric. It's what it, how do I feel about money emotionally, right? How's my emotional progress around money, right? Is my capacity for wealth expanding and that's what i'm really uh tracking and that may be for some engineer accounting types way too subjective so like like you can add that but i'm saying the most important part is like get the feeling right first and then add all the details around it that you that you want to because you know then you'll be malleable meaning like then you'll be able to change as as you get opportunities that come that may not look the way that you put on your spreadsheet And so I hope this helps. Uh, Until next week, enjoy your day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.